This podcast is supported by Understood Explains. As parents, we are often having to figure out things as we go, and that is very true for our children's education. And to help you out, I want to tell you about a podcast called Understood Explains. This season is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Ortube, and she discusses all the things you'd want to know about individual education plans, or IEPs, what they are, why they're needed, who benefits from them, and what to expect when you have meetings with teachers. I could have really used this podcast when my son had an IEP for speech when he was six. I was overwhelmed trying to understand the process and what everything meant. The episode on Understood Explains, Does My Child Need an IEP?, was the kind of info that would have really helped me get the most out of the educational support of the IEP for my son. And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom and Mind. I'm perinatal psychologist and host, Dr. Kat. There is more to the story than just postpartum depression. This podcast aims to share it all, from personal stories and lived experience to experts who break down the ups and downs of life from getting pregnant, pregnancy, perinatal loss, and postpartum adjustment to new parenthood. While this is not psychotherapy or medical advice, it is all of the stuff you ever wanted to know about mental health and new parenthood. Hi, welcome back to the Mom and Mind podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kat. I want to take just a minute to take a pulse on what's been going on in the world, in the US anyways, but also for sure throughout the world and how much trauma we are all experiencing right now from shootings, mass shootings, formula shortages, wars in other countries, political issues, and rights to make decisions about your body. There is just so much happening in the world right now. And that is adding to how stressed out we've already been in a very, very difficult time and a challenging time across the globe, specifically dealing with COVID. And right now coming out of quarantine and back to -to day-to-day life where opinions are varied, people's approaches to dealing with COVID are varied and people's approaches to dealing with really any of the issues that I previously spoke about or any other issue are also very different. There's Basically, a lot of tense energy right now, a lot of worry, sometimes confusion, so many things that we are navigating and trying to balance in our life, let alone while being a parent. And it has, for a lot of people that I've talked to and for myself, really been difficult to both balance being a parent, giving everything that you can to your children in the way that you want to, in the way that you're able to, while also at the same time trying to process the amount of horrific stuff we've been dealing with. It is very hard to do, to do both. Part of what I want to talk about today is just how difficult it is, how difficult it's been, but also how so many people have been doing it and are doing it in a way, finding a way to be as present as possible and to parent in the way that they want to. However, all of it does take a toll. It's very amazing to me what we can do as people, but it impacts us in very, very deep ways. People are exhausted, just straight to the bone, and tired of having to try to figure out how to live in the world in this current way. 
you know, we are thankfully privy to a lot of information around the world, but also exposed to a lot of really difficult information around the world, let alone in the US. There are so many people who are trying to navigate this and hold both. And as I said before, it is pretty amazing to me how well people are still doing despite how difficult it is. There is no way to know ahead of time how you're going to deal with things like school shootings or issues like Roe versus Wade or how a war in another country is impacting you. We just don't know how we're going to cope until we're in it, until we're there dealing with it. It is impossible and it feels impossible to think ahead about how you would deal with something like this. And then obviously, how do you put one foot in front of the other and just keep living life? It certainly doesn't mean it looks good or feels good to us the whole time, but we are doing it and that says something. And that's not even speaking to the complexity of the issues and what we need to do to get through them and to support each other through them. But our individual emotional capacity is stretched beyond. It's not even just stretched thin. And so many people are experiencing just incredible exhaustion and fatigue and burnout and anxiety and depression and trauma and you name it. People are in it. And in some ways, we live in this duality where so much is happening. And then in some ways, we are also just meant to feel like we're supposed to live life as normal, just as usual. And it's very hard to be holding both and doing both but when you're so incredibly overwhelmed and exhausted and you still need to go grocery shopping and feed yourself and feed your family and pay your bills and all of those day-to-day things. And with social media, it's also very complicated in this way that we can be feeling some very deep pain and trying to understand and wrap our heads around things, around what's happening in the world, what we're seeing and what we're hearing in the news. Everyone is talking about it for a day or two, maybe a little bit longer. And then it just seems like things go back to normal in a little bit of a way that they worked before, where not everyone's posting about it all the time or talking about it in the same way. And it creates this space for us where, well, for a lot of people, where it can feel like, wait, just what, didn't that horrible thing just happen? Are we still dealing with this really difficult thing? Why are people making funny memes and jokes? And and how can all of this be happening at the same time? As I said, it's incredibly emotionally complex. And it makes it harder for us to check in with ourselves about how we are doing. So as mentioned before, all of this is happening while you are trying to be a parent, especially if you have little kids. And you know, you're in those sort of trenches, so to speak, where you're needing to change diapers and attend to crying babies and be taking care of somebody else in such a way that you also can't really focus a lot on what your needs are, let alone during pregnancy or for sure having a a new child or even wanting to be pregnant and having a child to wonder what kind of world are you bringing your child into now? And of course, worries like this have been happening for a long time, but in the last several years, it is for sure intensified feelings of fear and worry and, you know, people even wondering if they can stay in the U.S. or if they need to move to a different country. There are really, really big life-altering things happening right now, and it's a little too much. Well, it's a lot too much. It's too much for our brains to process is what I mean, too much for our emotions to process. We can't hold it all, all of the time. We 
can't pay attention to everything all of the time. And in the reality, you don't need to. You don't need to make yourself be knee deep or waist deep or chest deep in all of the information all of the time. We can't actually, and we shouldn't. But, you know, people feel torn that they should be, that there's so much happening in the world and people are wanting to stay informed, which is great. And you should absolutely do that. And also, how are you navigating your day to day? How are you figuring out how to be in your current life? This podcast is supported by Starglow Media's Mysteries About True Histories. From the creators of the hit top-ranking kids educational podcast in the world, Who Smarted, the Emmy-nominated Nat Geo Disney Plus's Brain Games, and Netflix's Brainchild, comes Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as M-A-T-H, or math in which kids ages six and up can hear humorous and educational stories that follow two best friends, Max and Molly, while they go on adventures through time, solving puzzles, hidden equations, talking about history, and making learning cool. Episodes transport listeners to moments in history like Pythagoras's ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. When I drive my son to school in the morning, we listen to these episodes that fit perfectly in our commute, with the episodes being about 15 minutes long. And this podcast is right up my son's alley because he loves to solve problems and happens to love math and the types of punny jokes that Max likes to tell. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. So just for a minute, I want to talk about these emotional impacts, especially on parents, on on everybody, but certainly when you're in this dual role of taking care of yourself and taking care of somebody who needs you all the time, it is very, very difficult. A lot of parents are trying to make their child's life feel as normal as possible. Also trying to decide whether or not to even inform their children or talk to their children about what's going on, depending on their age or capacity understanding or having to field questions from from kids who are confused and have heard things from other people. I'm sad to say this, but there are some parents who know what it's like to have those conversations. And too many parents in the U.S. know what it's like to have that conversation about how to talk to their kids about something scary happening at school. But at the same time, we are trying to also keep our children as naive as possible to the worries and threats of the world so that they can have a childhood that isn't filled with worry. Because we we didn't have to do that in the same way that maybe our parents did. 
in this generation anyway, certainly when there were threats, global threats in the world prior, a lot of people were having these conversations, but there, there's something really grossly intimate and close about school shootings. It's just too much to try and fathom for ourselves, let alone explain to kids. So what happens to us then? We are holding all of this, obviously having emotional responses to it, feeling overwhelmed, which makes us more irritable, more angry, more frustrated, more tearful, less patient. You might be more quick to yell, be more snappy with people around you or your kids because our emotional load can only carry so much. Anyways, before it starts to alter how we behave and how we interact with people. And we are at that point in some way or another. We're, we're balancing everything that's coming at us and trying to remain present. And it's very hard to do. I just think it's really important to name this and call it out for all of us. Because what we're hearing, maybe you know, standard response when you ask somebody how they're doing is that they're doing fine. Although I've heard more and more in these past years is you know, people are saying, yeah, I've been more stressed out than usual, or there's a lot going on right now, or hey, these are crazy times. And you know, all of that's true. You can find and it can be stressful, but we are not typically seeing the depth to which other people are experiencing things, maybe outside of our home. If you have a partner you feel comfortable with sharing, maybe they know about it. But out in the world, for the most part, we're not showing everybody how we're doing. We're trying to function. And part of the difficulty there is that part of how we get through things is trying to just function as normal. And so for other people, it can look like you're doing fine. It can look like things are fine. But when in actuality, you might be struggling. Or the person who you think is doing fine, they, they might be struggling as well. And to be honest, that's a lot of us right now, especially when you are worried about the safety of your child or a child of any age, really. There are so many parents who are on edge and anxious and don't really know how to handle each day until it comes and they have to figure it out. So long story short, people are suffering right now. And we have been being collectively traumatized by so many events that have happened really in very quick succession over and over, over the last two or three years. In some ways, it's not specifically dependent on how you view things, on what your worldview is, what you think is right or wrong. In some ways, I'd say, regardless of what your stance is on some of these difficult issues, it's collectively impacting all of us. The stress is just in the air. And it has been there for a long time. Uh, We're all experiencing it to some degree. So I think it's important to name this so that those of you who feel and think that other people are managing this better or seems like they're coping just fine, it's not necessarily true. I'm not here to specifically offer solutions on what's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. That is very individual and something you know to be worked out in your heart and in your mind or with close friends or a partner or with a therapist how to cope with all of this in terms of the day-to-day, how to get through the day. So while I don't have any answers for these massive problems, what I do have is sort of an offering or a suggestion on how to potentially cope with all of this. And by coping, I'm not meaning making it go away. What I'm saying is that 
we are all drinking from a fire hose right now. And we have to be the ones to close the valve. We have to and can make conscious decisions on pulling back from social media, not watching the news too much, not reading all of the articles, not getting every single detail of all of the tragedies. Like I said before, definitely read the news or check on things as needed. Yes, do that. But I want to emphasize that it's not being irresponsible if you take a break from it. It does not mean that you don't care or that you don't want to be part of a solution. It doesn't need to mean anything. The constant barrage of all of this news and needing to try and figure out how to cope all of the time is an unfortunately a bit of a constant right now. So we have the choice. We have the option to protect our mental wellness. And that can look like, you know, microdosing the news or giving yourself small bits at a time, because there is also another truth happening, and that is your day-to-day life. That is what's happening for you in your schedule with your family. And it can feel weird or strange to be celebrating some things while other horrific things are happening elsewhere. But there's no clear-cut answer because we also can't stop living our lives because other horrible things are happening. This is going to be and has been a constant just trying to figure it out day to day and sometimes having to choose between two or three decisions when none of them feel great. But being present in your own life is one of those good options that might not always feel great. So in terms of news and maybe specifically social media for now, when you are scrolling or looking at reels, you are in multiple people's different realities at the same time. So I I hate to say this, but it's true. Social media is not real and you're not necessarily going to find peace there um, or you're not going to necessarily find yourself there. It kind of depends on how you curate your social media and unfortunately how it curates you. But if you are looking at positive messages or funny content or using it as a distraction in that way, then it's going to be a different experience on social media. But sometimes when you're looking through reels or scrolling quickly through social media, it's like changing the channel every couple of seconds over and over and over. You're not getting necessarily a whole lot of information or education, but our brains work so quickly that even if you're just looking at a reel for a second and you keep scrolling, Our brain is wired to pick up the emotional hits that come with things like reels, whether they're funny or sad or depressing or angering, you're getting a different emotion so quickly when you move through very quickly. So it is impacting us, especially if it's difficult content. And a lot of it is entertainment. Sometimes it is real. Um, People are talking about very important things. And I think more and more people are trying to use social media spaces to talk about important things, which is great. But at the same time, what is happening in your life is what is real to you. You're just dipping into social media or news for a little bit and then coming back out into your real life. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, 
a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. So my takeaway is essentially to limit how much you expose yourself to any of this. It is really not a badge of honor to drink from the fire hose all the time. It can feel important to us to be informed, but it's actually, at some point, it just ends up being harmful um, when you are overwhelmed or it the trauma of it is putting you in a state of where you feel paralyzed or you feel numbed out or in so much anxiety that your fight or flight or freeze or fawn uh, responses are engaged, then it's harming us. And sometimes it's hard to know that that's happening until you sort of come out of social media or off of the news. And you, uh, if you take a minute to notice how you feel, you might notice some of those responses that you might want to zone out, or you might have this feeling of not doing anything. You might be so overloaded with stuff that you just feel the exhaustion of it. Sometimes you can pick it up, pick up that sense of your feeling while you're in social media or in news. But if you're listening to or watching this constant barrage of overwhelming stuff, it might be harder to get a sense of how it's impacting you. So some of the balm for this is to be present in your own life. Find things during the day that you can connect to, people that you can connect to that feel true and real and even potentially safe and secure for you. Engage in activities or behaviors that feel healthy to you or that feel restorative to you. Because really, honestly, I'm concerned for all of us. We are in such a difficult time. For two years, at least, we did not know what the next day was going to bring. We didn't know if we were going to be able to see our family at a family gathering, or we didn't know if we were going to get sick or any number of things. And we still don't know what every day is going to bring. But the intensity of the last several years has left a mark on us. And our you know, re-entry back into the to the world, everybody is on their own path there. Um, some people are 
continuing to want to stay very safe and other people are continuing to want to live their life how they want to live their life. And so each individual is having to make a decision about how to be in the world right now, how to be present in the world with all of what's going on. Even with that, even with the very degree of how people are being in the world, there is a mark of trauma for all of us collectively because we've been through so much. So while there are some tangible day-to-day possibilities for solutions or coping, like taking breaks from social media and engaging in your life in a way that's meaningful for you, there's still not necessarily an answer. And I'm really sad to say that. I, I wish that I could give everybody and myself the way out of all of this and to not be affected, rather to not make any of this bad stuff happen. So I'm going to wrap it up there. I just want to call this out and name it and validate it for us and honor that things are very difficult right now. And if there's any part of you that needs that validation, needs to know you're not crazy, you are not crazy. You are definitely not alone. You're not alone in the way that you're experiencing the world right now. And it's okay to honor where you're at. Certainly, we have our own individual issues that may be playing a part impacting the way we experience the world, but this is well beyond you and well beyond me. There are things that are happening around us that we are experiencing. And I would just hate for anybody who's at home feeling the weight of this to feel like there's something wrong with them for, or that for you, if you're feeling like there's something wrong with you about why this is so impactful, why you feel the way that you do, or you know, having a hard time seeing that things are going to get better, they could get better. I just want you to know that you're not alone. So what I can do is validate that and honor that for all of us. Yeah, I just really wanted to address this because it's important. And while things are very heavy and very difficult right now, just as our emotions change, this time will change as well. Things aren't always bad and aren't always difficult. If we can hold on to that, that no one thing just keeps going forever. It doesn't last forever. If there's some way that you can hold on to something real and true and good in your day-to-day life, for some people, that's hope. For other people, maybe it's religion. For other people, maybe it's their close friends. For other people, it just could be the hobbies that you're into. Stay connected to the real stuff in your life. And for all of the parents out there who are dealing with navigating these issues with their children within themselves, dealing with formula shortages and any number of childcare-related issues and, and stress, it is so hard right now to be a parent. So please don't put any of this pressure on yourself, the weight of the world on yourself to have it reflect how you feel as a parent or how you are parenting. Things just really are that hard right now. Because I hear from so many of you who are parenting small children right now, I know and I can see how hard you're working and how hard it's been and still how you try and do your best job. All right, everybody, let's do what we can to hold each other up, give each other the benefit of the doubt, give ourselves the benefit of the doubt, and we'll get through this together. I appreciate all of you for continuing to tune in to the Mom and Mind podcast. As usual, if any of these episodes are supportive to anybody that you know, please do share them. Please do, because 
it is powerful to know that you're not alone. And if one person can be helped by hearing a story, then we're doing our job. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please share this podcast. Together we can support moms and families so that no one has to deal with this alone. Come connect with us at momandmind.com. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.